Welcome to another episode of Ready Teacher One. This is Adam Mangana. And I'm Ryan McLaughlin. And with us today is our guest, Arome Ibrahim, joining us from Nigeria. Arome is the co-founder of Immersive Tech Africa, and he's here to tell us all about his work in extended reality and democratizing that technology in Africa. Arome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. Absolutely. We are so excited to talk with you. Um, can we just begin by asking you to tell us a little bit about Immersive Tech Africa and your work there? Great. Um, so I'll start off by saying um, thank you so much for the opportunity to share what we're doing with XR in Africa. Um, Immersive Tech Africa started off in um, early 2020, um, before the pandemic, right? Everybody was going virtual. We're having a lot of events online. And um, I told you why is we want to have a community that leverages on XR, right? And also promotes um, op promotes opportunities, creates engagement and also uh, mentorship um, platforms for, for creatives that want to learn or get started with XR. Because I saw a huge gap in um, people that want to get into XR and not having the opportunity to engage with experts, right? Um, with my experience, surely on LinkedIn and having the network of influencers, I came about with um, Immersive Tech Africa to bridge that gap, right? So we're providing access for creatives in Africa that want to learn or get started with XR. And this has been amazing so far. How so, did you first, go ahead, Adam, sorry. Yep, yep, Arome. Um, a lot of people have been talking about the opportunities in Africa we hear in the West about uh, cowboy capitalism. We hear about, you know, take your skills and uh, come to Africa. There's all these opportunities. Uh, what should our audience know about tech in Africa in terms of the value proposition and the prospects for um, opportunities for our more uh, entrepreneurial listeners? Great. Um, so first off, I would say Africa, it's, Africa is diverse. Africa is beautiful. Africa is amazing, right? And um, waking up every morning in the continent, it's another opportunity to create something amazing. It's another opportunity to create impact-based solution, right? Um, for Africa, in terms of entrepreneurship, the market is there already, right? You're looking at millions of people on the continent, right? The market is there. What we just need is solutions that are validated, solutions that actually solve real problems, and also solutions that works with the African market, because you can bring a foreign-based solution to the African continent, which is not validated on the continent. You might end up failing, right? You need, you need, you need ideas that are validated on the continent, and also ideas that basically make impact. Absolutely. That's tremendous. Arome, how did you personally become interested in XR? Okay, it's a funny story. Um, it started off three years ago. Um, so Facebook had an event in my city um, with a hub. Um, it was a Facebook event. And um, they brought in the Oculus Go device, right? So it was the first time I had an experience with a VR headset. And um, wearing the headset gave me an opportunity to have um, experiences that are beyond my borders, right? Having opportunities to engage with contents outside Africa, go to places I've never been before physically, right? That experience was amazing. And um, since then, 
have been able to put together a startup, right? And then we have so far helped businesses to, to embed virtual reality solutions and also for schools that want to want to create dynamic and engaging topics and also curriculums in VR, right? So what we do is we convert um, subject topics into engaging 3D experiences and allow students to learn and take virtual field trips within the classroom. And I will say it has been an amazing journey um, with an amazing team. Um, what we have seen so far is we, we, we have seen a technical gap because most of the content developers on the continent don't have that technical manpower to create um, life-changing Excel solutions, right? So what we want to do is we want to bridge that gap, have um, those, those creatives, those developers, um, pair them with mentors that will give them direction, give them focus, and um, in the long run, create amazing solutions. That's absolutely tremendous. What would you say is uh, the best VR experience that your group has uh, been able to help with so far? Great, great. So um, I would say we had a project to digitize over a thousand artworks um, at a museum based in Lagos. Wow. Um, which is the business hub of Nigeria. Yeah. So what they wanted to do was, it was really pandemic, right? And there were basically no movement and they needed to showcase what they had at the museum. So they reached out to us. We were able to create a virtual tour experience for the entire museum with over a thousand artworks that people can now experience online anywhere in the world. And um, supporting this initiative has been great. And we're we are currently working on having a bigger version of that. So it's going to be a, a virtual gallery or virtual art exhibition that wow. museums can leverage on, yeah? And have virtual exhibitions anytime they want to and have anybody, anyone in the world engage with it. That's, that's incredible. Now, um, you know, one of the challenges I imagine facing any tech company in Africa is just access to capital to be able to recruit talent and retain talent and scale. How do you guys approach uh, access to capital, getting getting investments in your in your venture? Definitely, capital is basically an important um, resource and building up a solution. But what I actually tell my team and also budding startup is, don't build your solution primarily for capital at first. Build for impact, build for traction, and capital will come naturally, right? But if you're building a solution with the idea in mind that you're just going for the VCs, right? You might, you might burn out easily, right? Get a great team, right? Understand the, the, the solution, understand the problem, know your market properly, and basically, create a solution that addresses that market and funding will just come naturally. Um, what I would say we, is in the XR space in Africa, we basically don't have enough VCs that are passionate about XR, right? Passionate about investing in, in XR, especially in Africa. And um, currently we are working together with some key XR leaders in the space, in the African space to have an African XR fund right? Because we understand the African XR space and we know the startups that are doing amazing stuff. 
right? So we want to have a fund whereby we support the startups um, with technical gears, funding resources to create and boost their solutions and help them get more funding afterwards. What are your thoughts, uh, you know, in terms of the infrastructure? You know, capital is one challenge, uh, making sure, you know, we, I live in Mississippi and infrastructure, just having access to internet is a challenge. I imagine yeah. that as you think about scaling, access to internet becomes a challenge for you guys. How do you think about that big audacious problem? It is a very big problem, especially in this part of the world, right? Um, we are still at, should I say, 3.5G, not to talk of 5G, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And most countries are already adopted. Yeah, 3.5G. <laughs> they call it 4G here, but it's not up to 4G, right? And most countries are already adopting 5G technologies, right? And XR plus 5G, it's simply amazing, right? You, you can power can create experiences that doesn't need powerful systems, right? You can just run them on the cloud, right? But if we could have those kind of infrastructure in Africa, have basic and available social amenities, trust me, Africa is the next big thing in terms of any form of tech, right? Because the youths are eager to create solutions, right? They are eager to create engaging and amazing content. All they just need is just somebody that believes, community that supports, and also a nation that could support them with the basic infrastructure they need. That's wonderful. That's absolutely tremendous. Arome, as you think about how to educate the next generation of XR developers um, for your organization or, or for like-minded uh, organizations in the region, what are some of the things that you see as needs in on the education side? What uh, what solutions would you like to see in uh, secondary schools or, or even in primary schools as, as people start to think about training XR developers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically, I feel the, the fundamental or the, fun, the fundamental base of any any development in XR is 3D development, right? to create a 3D scene, create a 3D object and a 3D space, right? If you can have schools, primary, secondary schools, teaching students how to create 3D contents and also adopt those contents to their curriculum, you might end up having students creating experiences for the teachers to teach, right? Because most of these teachers are not that techy, right? And, but the students are more advanced, right? Having those students learn about 3D content development is preparing them basically for the future of work, right? I'm glad to see that we have a lot of initiatives and projects that are already doing great stuff in terms of data science, AI, and also machine learning, especially in Africa, right? And I believe those solutions will power great, great stuff, right? We already have startups that are doing amazing stuff in FinTech, EduTech, and the rest. Right, so XR at the early stage for school students will be great. And then that's one of our focus areas, um, going to the schools, understanding their subject topics, their pain points, right? What would they like to show students and creating amazing experiences around those subject matters to allow students to learn better. Because if a student can see in VR 
maybe a 3D experience of, let's say, the human skeleton. Trust me, they can never ever forget that experience, right? Instead right. so of having it in textbooks and drawing on the boards, right? They can easily forget that. But an experience in VR is a game changer for any anyone that experiences it. That's wonderful. So it sounds like you believe um, that those 3D experiences aren't just important for uh, future tech careers, but also, you know, you mentioned seeing the human skeleton. Like, uh, that sounds to me like you believe that XR is uh, important for the education of future doctors and other professions as well. Yes, yes, because recently I saw an operation that was done in VR, right? Imagine how amazing that is. A doctor is in another space and another doctor in another space having an operation in VR. That's simply amazing, right? And I believe, to be sincere, VR cannot replace classroom learning. VR is just there to support classroom learning, right? It's not there to replace the classroom teacher because I believe teachers are, are the fundamental building blocks for any student, right? But having tech-enabled solutions around those learning environments will help the students to, to grab more, will let the students to, to be able to share and also engage when they maybe leave that country or leave that vicinity to learn or for their education. Yeah, so you mentioned FinTech a little bit earlier and I'm interested and, you know, what you're seeing on the ground in Nigeria uh, and in other African, uh, African countries or emerging economies uh, around maybe uh, the blockchain and cryptocurrency. We, um, we had an, our last interview was we talked to a blockchain expert. I'm curious what yeah. you're seeing on the ground and, and how, uh, how is crypto being utilized in, in the day to day in a place like Nigeria? Great. Um, so that's a very, very great one. Um, crypto, especially in Nigeria, it's it's growing by the day, right? Um, from research I saw, Nigeria has the second largest amount of um, cryptos in the world. Oh, wow. I didn't United. realize that. Yeah. Nigeria has, has the second largest amount of cryptos. And um, shows you how, how amazing that is, right? Because even with the government legislations and um, let's say, um, should, I, should I use the word ban on the trading of crypto, right? Within the country, we still have a lot of people engaging in it. Um, cryptocurrency is more like um, another avenue to, to earn revenue, legal revenue, right? And I believe having more use in it means we'll be having more, more people having residual revenue that they could invest in other stuff, right? And also maybe possibly invest in startups, right? Because having more, more cryptos in the space will mean there's more money for, 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 for some basic needs that can be met. And um, also in terms of blockchain, blockchain is very, very great because we have systems currently that are implementing that. Um, um, currently, I think our the national the national custom agency or immigration agency is adopting um, blockchain technology. Um, so this this will greatly help to document some stuff and make sure they are easily accessible by other government agencies that require such information. So it's great to see 
to see the growth in space. That's tremendous. Do you, Aram, do you see, Ar go ahead, Ryan. Oh, okay. Arome, as you think about yeah. the next, uh, you know, five years or 10 years for your organization for Immersive Tech Africa, uh, what are your plans and what are some of your hopes and dreams for the organization over the next few years? Great. Um, so currently we are, we are, we are bringing out initiatives that are tailored towards the needs of an average XR enthusiast or newbie, right? So first of all, we're starting off with what we call the XR Innovation Week, which is um, a week-long event that brings together XR leaders within Africa and also across the world to share ideas, share experiences, and also those are interested in mentoring African XR developers and newbies can do that. Also, we have startups. We'll be showcasing startups that are doing great stuff in XR for education, tourism, arts, um, healthcare, right? Close to six verticals. And we'll be showcasing close to 15 plus startups within Africa and also across the world. So we're bringing the XR space together, but focusing more on Africa, right? Focusing more on seeing the opportunities that can be brought into Africa. And um, also we have what we call Heritage XR. Um, this is our initiative that is focusing on digitizing most of our cultural and heritage sites across Africa, right? Um, the example I made earlier was the museum, which we did a virtual tour for. In the long run, we're going to have a platform that houses several museums, several heritage sites that people could explore on their PC, mobile, with the VR headset, and be informed about the history of Africa through arts and also heritage. Um, we also have um, the XR Innovation Bootcamp, which will be a week-long event in two cities in Nigeria, right? Our focus is just on students and also graduates that want to get started with XR, right? We're going to be providing them technical, technical manpower, supporting them with technical manpower and also mentors and teaching them how to create basic content and mentoring them afterwards to create amazing experiences, right? We believe catching them young is, is, is the bedrock to creating um, impact to XR startups across Africa. We also have other initiative um, called um, the XR Innovation Lab, which is a lab dedicated to content development, um, a full-fledged XR lab in the future. And also we will be having an XR committee, which is currently ongoing. And um, hopefully the goal, the goal is just to connect, create opportunities, connect, and support the amazing experiences and solutions that will be created. That's absolutely tremendous and very exciting for us to hear about. Yeah, in terms of, um, it, it seems like there's this great collaboration happening within the XR community in Africa. Uh, you know, a lot of emerging um, technology can find itself siloed. Do you see any synergistic relationships mm -hmm with other sectors of kind of emerging technologies, maybe um, XR and FinTech or other, other emerging technologies that are coming you know, to, to be uh, much more used in Africa. Do you see collabor collaboration or synergy 
for synergistic opportunities across um, these domains? Yeah, sure, sure, right? I believe there's no industry that is, or there's no space that is a standalone space, right? Education is not looking towards tech, right? Tourism is not looking towards tech, right? right. Finance is looking towards crypto and blockchain, right? All those are synergies that are disrupting a lot of spaces, right? I believe XR opening up several spaces, XR in XR with AI, XR with machine learning, XR with um, should I say crypto, right? It's 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 a new new ball game entirely, right? For us in Africa, we are leveraging on the power of collaboration and partnership. We believe there is no committee that can do anything alone, right? reach out to partners that are open to supporting any initiative. And if it's, if there's any program or any project that is going on within the XR space, you will definitely see several XR committees supporting that and pushing it out. So collaboration and also synergy is great, right? And I believe it will give back to amazing and impactful solutions that will change the world. Arome, um, if our listeners are interested in finding out more about who the leaders are in XR in Nigeria or even more broadly within the region, uh, who are some of the people that they should follow on social media to find out more about what's going on in, in your industry? Great, great. So um, you should definitely follow um, Ingrid Kopp. Um, she owns Electric South. Um, yeah, a South African big XR space doing amazing stuff, focusing more on 360 VR content and also storytelling for VR. Um, we have um, Brian Afande, um, he's the founder of Black Rhino VR based in Kenya. They're also doing amazing stuff out there. Um, we have um, Judith, Judith Okonkwo, she runs Air VR Africa and also an XR creative lab called Emisi 3D in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, also, we have other amazing XR, XR community leaders doing great stuff. Um, but basically, for you to catch up with them, you should just go on LinkedIn and search for XR in Africa. You see several XR communities you could join, and also on Twitter, you could also do the same. Um, Connecting with them, it's free, right? right. And they're always open to engaging with partners and also collaborators from anywhere in the world. For those of our listeners that um, are, are already uh, able to access XR here in the United States, uh, would there be any of the XR experiences that you've created or that some of your partners have created that we would be able to, uh, to look at right now? Maybe on Steam or side loading or Oculus Store, something like that. Uh sure, sure, sure. Um, but currently, I can't really, really, um, specifically share those okay. contents. Um, we have, I have to get direct links to them, right? Um, but uh, I would definitely reach out to you and also share with community. So. Um, you know, we, we usually ask a kind of contrarian question to kind of close the show out. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think the West miss and, and many of Americans miss is 
you know, a accurate perception mm -hmm. of Africa. Um, what do you think is, is um, what do you think from, from, you know, the Americans that you interact with or the Westerners that you interact with, what do they miss mm -hmm. about the beautiful complexity of uh, the continent and more specifically Nigeria? I would say what they actually miss is one, the food, right? The food, the people, <laughs> and the drive for the drive for for opportunities. The drive for to showcase to showcase amazing stuff, right? I believe that's what they are basically missing. The drive to showcase amazing stuff. Well, we took a huge step today in showcasing some amazing stuff. And uh, you guys heard it first on Ready Teacher right. One. Uh, Ryan, I'm pretty bullish on Africa and what might be possible. You and me both. And uh, you and me Arome, both, when, we, when Ryan and I show up, please don't act like you don't know us. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You guys are highly welcome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we are we are so thrilled to have you on with us today arome it's been so fascinating so to hear much. all that you're working on um everything that's going on with xr in nigeria and in africa more broadly um like adam said we're we're so bullish on the future we're so excited about everything that you're doing and uh we can't wait to continue to highlight your work and continue to to give you shout outs and all that good stuff as you continue to to change the future great great thank you so much for having me um your show is amazing and I, i'm always available to support what you guys are doing and also share with the african space well we're Thank looking so forward we're to honored. growing our africa listening ship and uh, to all those africans out there we are super excited about you guys taking the lead on xr and extended reality you may be there first that's right thank you so so much thank you arome we'll talk to you soon